0: All right, what's up, guys? This is a uh, 1420, I don't know, fashion or so, well, something on the podcast, you know what I mean? Today here we got Jacob Day, you know, Hi. say what's up. Hi. we also got the bro, Sam, over what here. Is good. You know, so basically, we're all three different kinds of resellers. Mm-hmm. We got one who, you know, I used to resell Supreme clothing and all of that. We got an active clothing vintage reseller right here. Mm-hmm. And then we also have an actor sneaker reseller right over here with sam so you know wanted to have them all on kind of discuss our different experiences with reselling and you know where it might go to so first off like i don't know how y'all doing with the reselling right now Mm. sam you go first i feel like
1: there's there's always stuff going on but at the same time like you always there's always something more you can be doing like I'm always I always catch myself like slacking on a certain thing, whether it's like online orders or like posting stuff locally or I don't know, just organizing, keeping up with my inventory. There's always mm-hmm. something to be doing, but I don't know. I like to mm-hmm. slack, but sure. it, it's getting more and more popular. Like every year, there's more and more people buying shoes. Like I feel like every girl needs a pair of Dunks nowadays. So it's like, mm-hmm. get tripped up. There's no lack of demand, so you can just. I don't know. It's always there, but it's really about how much work you put into it. So, I don't know. I slack a lot. So, it doesn't. Definitely. Some days are really slow just because I make it that way. But, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah.
0: <clears throat> no. Jacob, how are you doing with this Depop shit right now?
2: bro <laughs> Depop sucks right now. Oh my God. Really? They have been. Uh, part of my language. They've been fucking over their sellers. <laughs> I know guys that have, like, dropped down from 50th highest ranked Depop sellers in the world. Now they're like 5,000. They've been fucking people but also like depop is good let me tell you all about a little bit okay um i don't know depop i've been like slacking on my depop too i totally feel like what you were saying with like you always feel like there's more that you can be doing Mm -hmm. isn't it like stressful
1: it's not even stressful it's just like i don't feel like like Oh, no. It's, For like, me, boring. It's, like, it's like yeah, oh, I have yeah. to do this again. Like, I don't like doing inventory, like. Yeah, I yeah. feel. So, okay. It's so tedious. I feel, yeah. yeah. No, there's
2: always, mm. I always feel like, oh, man, I should be, like, updating my shop. I mm-hmm. should be going out and thrifting. And it's, like, oh, man, it like, gets really stressful. Mm. But also, I don't know. It's fun. I feel like it's a lot less, um like, stressful than, um, sneaker reselling, because the margins are a lot lower, and I'm not yeah. dealing with, like, as high-stakes stuff, and I don't have to hustle to get, like, my inventory as much as, like, I feel like you do, and But shit. I feel
1: like it's, like, such a pain in the ass to, like, post tons of clothes every single like I hate posting stuff that's what I hate the most so if you post like hundreds of shirts a week like it's like meditative for um, me I have like a system
2: I have like a little studio set up in my basement Mm -hmm. I just like put on a podcast and I can whip out like a hundred listings in like maybe two hours it's really it's like fun for me I don't know I'm like I'm like that kind of person that can just like do one thing for like a long time as long as as I'm like listening to like some music or like Mm -hmm. a podcast and shit and just sort of have all my, um, like, gears firing at once. It's a fun time.
1: I should really be posting, like, my stuff, like, three to four times a week probably, but it's usually, like, once every two weeks that I actually, like, sit down and post. Yeah, I my feel. Stuff just because I'm, I just, I'm lazy to get to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So, Sam, something I wanted to bring up is, like, you're big on selling on, like, Snapchat. Yeah. Right? So, mm-hmm. like, did you? Compared to like Instagram selling and posting on there, like how has that helped either like speed up the process or how has it differed from like Instagram?
1: So Instagram is like, I don't know. I use Instagram as like my buying platform. Mm -hmm. So like I have a network on there with like a ton of other big resellers from around the country. It's less like individual buyers. So I just find stuff to buy in there and then I'll sell it on my Snapchat, which is a lot more like non resellers who are willing to pay more because... I charge I upcharge pretty high so the people on my Instagram not won't necessarily like pay that high number but like all the locals and people who just want shoes will pay whatever so that's snapchat. why I use snapchat more than um, Instagram just because I have more of those people on there
2: Awesome. <clears throat> I've snapchat. never heard of snapchat reselling it's, it's not like a, a thing it's yeah. like
1: it's became more popular really? recently I've been doing it for a while but I used to do it in like middle school when I had just a couple pairs yeah. because I didn't have an Instagram to sell on but then it turned into like okay, well, I'm getting mentioned every single time I sell someone's shoes and then I get like 20 ads. So it's like, yeah, it, shit. it stacks smart. up and yeah. then I have, okay, a couple thousand people on my private story. And then it's like, okay, well, then people are buying every single time I post the shoes. So, and, I mean, it, it works out and it kind of like got my local name out there more. And then obviously <laughs> all those people go and follow my Instagram, but it's easier just to post them on Snapchat than to deal with DMs and stuff too. Yeah, damn.
2: Yeah. For yeah. Sure.
0: That's cool. <clears throat> Uh, easily uh, do you uh, have to run that risk about like your Snapchat getting deleted and like people i like,
1: worry about that because oh. i've seen a lot of people's snapshots get deleted but i'm not really sure i think it has something to do with like posting prices or like shout out for shout out or something so i'm like i okay. have a backup snapchat mm-hmm. but obviously not everyone's gonna add that even if i tell them to um, yeah but I don't think it's i don't think it would be too hard to like get all those people back because they all know each other so i just have one okay. like yeah i mean i feel like it wouldn't be too hard but i'd it'd be a pain in the ass to deal with for sure
0: for sure does snapchat you think help you grow like your like reselling wi platform a lot or more just like you just, just um, selling clothes
1: a lot of the people on my snapchat like go and follow my instagram but uh-huh. i think <clears throat> i think i have my own separate connects through instagram like all the resellers okay don't have me on Snapchat. They just know me from Instagram. So mm-hmm. like, they'll post me and, and we'll grow from there, but I don't know. I feel like it's two different groups of people for the most part. I mean, yeah. some people follow both, but it's usually one or the other.
0: <clears throat> for sure. And same with Jacob, like with like pop and like, do you have different connections from there than like connections you make on Instagram through like that kind of interest? In-
2: oh, it's and weird. That. Like I have, no connections in, like, the local um, vintage community. They don't know me for that at all because I don't even, like, I don't even use Instagram for that shit because, I don't know, like, I work, like, another job. I've got, like, my whole stylist thing going on. Mm -hmm. And so starting, like, an Instagram page for, like, my, like, thrifting reselling business, I feel like would commit me too much to that. And, you know, I know guys, like, their heart and soul is with vintage and they have a lot more connections. They buy a lot more shit than I do. And I just feel like me starting, like, an Instagram, uh, like, thrifting reselling page would take, like, a little bit of, like, authenticity out of, like, what I do just because, you know, my heart is really with, like, designer fashion and yada, yada, yada. Like, I still love vintage, like, with all my heart, but I really like sticking with Depop just because it really does help my exposure a lot. People can just sort of find me when they're looking for, like, t-shirts or maybe I get on the Explore page. I have, like, a couple followers on there, but... Mostly people in Wisconsin and and like the local vintage communities don't really know me for my thrifting page because I don't have an Instagram thrifting presence, which I think is really interesting because it like doesn't really, it hasn't really hurt my business at all. Uh It's weird. I feel like me starting a thrifting page would help, but the payoff for like all that shit and all the extra work it would be doing I feel like wouldn't really be worth it because like the amount of sales that I'm able to make on like Depop or Grailed would sort of like even it out a lot more. It's like, I'm in like sort of like a weird situation where like it's a little bit more unique than other like resellers in the game right now.
1: Uh I feel like you have to like, you have to pick a platform and commit to it because I feel like like it works way better than just trying to juggle like five different platforms. Like, I don't know, like I've tried to sell on eBay and like Depop, I've sold stuff on Depop before, but like, I don't know. I feel like sticking to one thing, like it's hard to balance Snapchat and Instagram and other platforms and like expect to like get everything posted and keep up with all this. Cause if you post everything on there, stuff's going to fly and it's really hard to keep up with that stuff. Yeah, exactly. You have to like delete it over like all the platforms. Exactly. That's and then, hard then you, you can oversell with. stuff. And then I feel like you also can't just enjoy your like, I like to just go out and just chill. Like I don't yeah, I don't like to just focus on reselling twenty four seven. So it's like
2: yeah I don't know, it's a pain yeah. in the ass to like juggle all of that I feel like. Yeah. Kind of <clears>
0: like <throat> building a different portfolio mm-hmm. on like mm-hmm. each platform. Yeah. And
2: yeah. That happens paid. to me when yeah. I post stuff on like I used to post all my items on um Depop and Grailed. Mm-hmm. So much extra work for the for not enough payout. You have it to, was, like,
1: cancel orders when stuff sells out. Cancel so orders off. when stuff yeah. sells
2: out. You have uh. to, like, Grailed and Depop are also, like, so much different. You mm-hmm. can't, like, update your items all the time and yeah. shit like that. Oh, Prices and markets are different. So, like, I'd be losing a lot of money, too. And also, like, I'd overcharge on shit just because I didn't do enough market research on, like, the items. It was it was rough. And it's just, just so much extra work for, like, uh, maybe, like, a couple extra sales. No, you're right.
0: All right, next uh, shit. Let's go around kind of talking about we got in this shit. <laughs> you, know, you, can, you should start. Yeah, I'll, yeah, start, yeah. I'll yeah. start first. So, <clears throat> like, man, I saw that I want to give a big shout out to, like, Zach Mueller, bro, because, like, that dude was always wearing Supreme while doing his cardistry shit that, like, and playing Earl sweatshirts. So, like, no, that dude, like, actually put me on, like, a lot of, like, Kind of what I grew up as, you know. I saw Supreme. I'm like, yo, wait, these motherfuckers making this much money. These people are like buying this much for clothes. And I think, I, I think everyone goes to that phase where you look at Supreme, you're like, you laugh at it. You're like, bro, why would you pay this much for this or like this? And then you're like, wait, yo, low key, this is kind of cool. This is kind of cool. Pick up on it. And I think, yo, I sold a Playboy Supreme beanie to <laughs> to Isaac at school, <laughs> and I'm like, saw the money in my hand, I'm like. Oh shit, yo! I can do this shit for real, you know what I mean? And then, and then I think I just kind of got caught up with, you know, how the whole algorithm works. You know, bots, anything necessary to get the shit I needed. And then, shit, I just like Supreme, you know what I mean? I'll still wear some of their stuff, like only cool pieces though. But it was definitely fun back in the day for sure. And then like, yeah, <laughs> all yeah. that Jacob. What about? watch you real quick
2: yeah i um got into like early fashion youtube um if anyone out there knows like i talked about this on the podcast that i did with you guys a couple months ago but um i started watching like magnus ronning and like jacob wallace fernando rangal very niche community out there but i know there's a couple of you in milwaukee that know who they are but um i noticed that they were able to buy like this really expensive like designer and archive clothing uh, and I realized that people were only buying it from them just because they knew who they were and that they had a platform. And so I was like, OK, I want to build up a platform to my, for myself so that if I ever buy designer, I could sell it really easily. And so and I was also really into clothing really early on. So I was buying up like the cheaper vintage pieces so that I could have like a pretty OK wardrobe just so I could like you know, dress myself a little bit more. And then it just sort of grew a lot um i kind of made like a, i made a hundred sales in the first like maybe two years that i did it and then when quarantine hit i was like i've got nothing better to do so i would like go out i would hit the thrifts and i discovered loveless vintage if you guys know who that is a lot of he's a very popular reseller and he makes like videos on how to do depop and one day i was like you know what i'm gonna get serious about depop And then he was like all right i i just post six items a day just stay consistent and so that's what i did six items a day for five months and it grew my page so much and then i got verified on depop um i started doing like the little uh vintage garage sales and i mean yeah it all just grew out of a love for like just clothing in general and yeah, I mean it's a little bit of a different like come up story cuz it didn't really grow out of a love for vintage clothes, but I mean I still really do love it, but yeah, that's my story. Awesome.
0: And Sam, how'd you get in this piece?
1: Um, similar to you, I feel like I just loved shoes like in elementary school and middle school. Like I remember my old idol was like Benjamin Kicks and the go, James, the yeah, the And I remember I would watch all of, like, Kai Salmar, all literally Man, all of them. Man, take me back. Yeah. Oh, and, my God. I would, I would watch all of their videos, like, every single day. And then I started, like, I bought a few pairs for myself, like, with my Christmas menu or something. So, like, I was in, like, what, seventh, sixth, seventh grade. And then, like, um, I don't know. I would get sick of them. And then I would just, like, figure out how to let them go. And I would just post them on my Snapchat, which just having like, my school friends on it. And then stuff would move surprisingly. Um and then I remember I think Supreme Steals, Wisconsin, for yeah. I somehow I DM'd you guys or something like we we talked about remember. something and then that was like one of the first local resellers I had ever connected with. So I was like, Oh, this is cool, like mm-hmm. maybe I should try this. And then like um another friend of mine, um, that I don't talk to anymore, but he was like, You should start like a, a reselling Instagram to post your shoes on, not just Snapshot and I was like, okay, maybe I'll try that. So I created the page called sinful Sam. I don't oh, know if you I remember, remember that. that. No, I yeah. do remember. And that, that. like yep. that was before everyone was reselling on Instagram. So that was like that was like stuff was flying, surprisingly. Oh, like, I don't you know. It used to be way easier. Now it's like super saturated, but it started with that and then I kinda I took a two year break. I got sent to boarding school, but then I came back and it was kind of like hard to get back into because mm. the market had changed so much like when we went to msx none of that all that stuff would used to move like back in the day but none of it would really move anymore because yeah. it was just so saturated um but then when COVID hit i kind of like i talk i was doing a meetup with um this dude from i want to say germantown or something and okay. he was like you should try bricks and i'm like what do you mean? Like, and then he explained to me how like, instead of putting so much money into like one shoe for like a $50 margin, put like a 10th of that into like a bunch of different pairs and then make the same margin, like paying super cheap for like a ton of like Nike runners or something from the island and then making like the same amount per pair. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try that. And then, um, I just started going hard with that. And that's kind of like when I actually started like taking reselling like serious years and moving quantity when mm-hmm. i started realizing that it's not about like when i started realizing that like i don't have to pay so much to make like a certain amount like i can find it for way ch- Like i was just being smarter with my money and then it yeah, kind of just sure. like grew from there and then reselling wisconsin started like growing more during um quarantine too
0: oh yeah <clears throat> yeah Very easily yeah so how do you did, what how do i say this Kind of being gone for those two years yeah. and like seeing how you know the market was back then to like kind of what you got into and like you know the quantity aspect of it like what kind of changes did you have to make uh, other than like buying bricks instead of big pieces but mm-hmm. like kind of to actually you know keep it moving and like not just oh make a couple sales you're dead for a bit yeah now.
1: i had to adjust yeah. to like what people wanted like okay when I first got back I was kind of just buying whatever I thought was a good price but then I realized that like used Jordans don't sell for shit anymore like yeah yeah used Yeezys don't sell for shit anymore like <clears throat> everyone wants like like unless you're selling used for cheap people want brand new like I had to like pick I just had to figure out what worked for me and then like go hard with that like I only sell brand new shoes um, mm. just because used wasn't really working for me because I tried to charge too much and people weren't paying it um, that Makes sense. I don't know People are always, like, changing what they want, too. So, like, for a while, it was, like, Jordan 1s, and then it's, like... Now it's, like, Jordan 4s and Dunks and stuff. So now I'm, like... I just focus heavy on, like, the certain styles that are, like, super popular and... You've got hmm.
2: to know what sells for you, Mm -hmm.
1: specifically. So I know, like... Grade school dunks, grade school Jordan fours will fly for me, like, cause I have so many girls that are like
2: wanting to buy shoes every single week, like. Oh, I've never thought of that. Like the smaller sizes, mm-hmm. that's genius, mm-hmm. dude.
0: Because I know smaller sizes, like they sell for more and they sell quickly, but I, I didn't really understand Damn. why. Yeah, you know, and you can so. just
1: like. I don't know. StockX is, like, losing its rep for authenticity. Oh, nowadays. my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, like, people aren't even, like, going off of StockX and they're willing to pay $20, $40 more than StockX to get, like, something that day that is 100%, like, that they know is legit. Like, yeah, they, they can sure. see oh, in yeah. person, they can hold it in person before they buy. So, like, I don't know. I can get away with like charging that extra few bucks because people are willing to pay that to get their shoes yeah. like same day and stuff. So yeah,
0: for sure. I don't yeah. know,
1: but grade school everything moves really fast. um Damn. But then I like, I don't know. All like Jordan fours ones, Yeezys selling men sizes too, but I get a lot of grade school. Yeah, mm. just That's because. Cool. Yeah, girls love that shit. <clears throat> yeah.
0: And Jacob with you, you know he did probably finished selling for a couple years now yeah you know what you have to do to kind of make sure that you were selling more kind of what you have to look for and all that so you know
2: how kanye made five beats a day for three summers yeah six items a day for one summer baby that's that's the grind that's the grind six to nine to even 12 items a day for one full summer i mean that's just how it happened for me every single day I would get off my shift at Sendix Food Markets. Know that. <laughs> big know show, that. Big shit. And I'd hit up um I'd hit up the local thrifts. I would just go. I'd buy as much shit as I could. Anything that was single stitch. Anything on a good tag that I knew. I bought a lot of garbage that I still have. I can't believe this mm-hmm. the shit that I've bought, but it's all about just getting it out there, posting. Um I started modeling the items. I started it's all about just knowing what it's all about just adapting i'm a big adapter that's what i've learned about myself so for a while there i was taking measurements of my items um that was taking too long so i stopped doing that i started taking pictures of flat lays as soon as that started not selling for me as well i started modeling the items i started modeling them outside as soon as that started slowing down i started modeling them inside then i got lighting setups you know it was just all about knowing how to make my page look more official. And obviously, while I was doing that, I was going, I was hitting the bins, I was buying some bulk, I was just doing whatever I could to get my pieces in. And, you know, that's just all I was doing. Just staying consistent is easily the biggest thing about vintage. You, yeah. all, My biggest advice to any like vintage people out there who was trying to get on Depop It's better to post every single day than just post all your items at once and make sure you are updating your shop. That is the biggest thing. It takes a while. It sucks. But the only reason I stayed consistent was because I was updating my shop that had like 400 items on it. I would update that when I woke up at 4 p.m. and before I went to bed it would take me like three hours a day in total but I would do it and that's how I was making my sales and you got to ship every day it's a big grind but it's worth it because like the money you make is the money you make is pretty good it's fun you've got to have a legitimate passion for it and I mean I feel like I had a passion for like just the sort of vintage reselling you know it made me feel like it also made me feel like an adult i don't know like i was able to do something that was like i was in my room i was like listening to music i was packaging up my shit i would like say what's up to my parents and they looked they just seemed proud of me because they were like man my son's really a small business (laughs) owner you know it made me feel great and like that's where the motivation came from knowing that like damn doing this makes me feel like i have my life together
1: i feel like that um if you don't buy a bunch of bullshit, like at least once, you never know like what actually works for you. Like I still have something oh, yeah. I bought last summer. Like it's all about it is trying it is. shit out. Exactly. Like I don't know. I, I feel like that's the only way you actually get good at it. Yeah. Like, you can't be afraid to make mistakes yeah, exactly in any business. Stuff. You just have to be able to adjust from it. Exactly. But it's all that goes into what in you were saying. You have to have a passion about it. I feel like so many people like try to resell because of the money and it it's doesn't n- work. If you do it because of the
2: money, work, people yeah.
0: are gonna see right now. They're through gonna that. give up. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, they won't even, like, know, you know, what they're selling. They're just, like, oh, going yeah. off all, like, yeah, you do need that knowledge to <sighs> mm-hmm. If you do one, it
2: because of the money, sure. it's going to be hard to stay consistent. Exactly. Exactly. And you can tell when people don't actually know what they're doing, like. Yeah, oh you can God. finesse them. Yeah. 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 People
1: just, the way they, like, it like even goes down to, like, the wording. You can just tell when someone's not actually, like, does not know what they're doing. Yeah. Like, I don't know.
2: I can yeah. tell that someone doesn't know what they're doing in vintage because of the prices that they charge. Bro, the yeah. amount, the amount vintage of Vintage prices are fucking disgusting gusting now. You're you're a piece of garbage if you upcharge in your vintage. We all know you got it for like one penny, dog. Don't be ridiculous. That's the thing. I remember all these DMs
0: like to Supreme steals talking about, "Yo, I just got this item. Was hoping to sell it. Like, what do you think I could sell it for?" Like they just will just buy any yeah. item with the brand or the yeah, no. this tag, this design on it. They had no idea. And it's just no. like, look, yeah. you got to Know a little yeah.
2: something if you want to. Yeah. Like one thing wanna... that grew my page is because I very I'm very proud of the fact that I don't tax. I would charge very very cheap for all my items. Mm-hmm. Like everyone talks about, like how expensive items are on on Depop, and they're true because they're looking at the wrong pages. Uh-huh. I mean, Depop has this amazing amazing um shipping policy where they are, their shipping pro their shipping costs are less than what um USPS usually charges, and mm-hmm. it's very easy to ship with Depop. And so because of that, you're able to um, lower your prices a lot. And so I would charge maybe like $10 shipped for a t-shirt. I'd charge like these disgustingly low prices and people would just buy it. And that's how I grew my page. Cause because I realized I'm paying nothing for these items cause I'm going out and I'm thrifting. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the appeal of vintage is because I feel like the appeal of like, sh- like sneaker reselling is cause, oh, I couldn't get this pair. So I have to buy it resell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The appeal of vintage is, oh, I don't want to go out and thrift cause it's gross and it's disgusting. And it's a lot of like mm-hmm. work to actually it get it. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, I feel like <clears throat> getting sneakers is a lot more luck and getting like finding vintage is a lot more just like grunt work, would you say? Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Yeah, for the most part. I mean, a lot of resellers know how to like
1: secure shoes, but if you were to like someone who was just buying for yourself, it's really hard to like touch the item for sure. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah.
2: Yeah. And so for that shit, like people are charging like 30 bucks for like a single stitch tee. That's just nothing. And so I realized, okay, let's swallow our pride a little bit and charge low prices and lower the margins. And because of that, it really was quantity over quality. That's how I got my, that's how I kind of grew a lot. But I mean, eventually all that quantity, like it added up to a solid amount. And that's how I grew,
0: Yeah, Easily. All right, real break. Aaron, Joe is outside. Would you be able to let him in real fast? Um, Something I wanted to ask you guys even is like, how would you say um what kind of things that you guys have to do to like kind of build your page in a way where it's like because something i look at a uh, big reseller pages is kind of they have that um what's that saying that uh kind of that authenticity that word um that they're selling good shit so they're able to kind of tax higher and all
2: that like, they have their niche yeah they have, they have their, their niche. niche and
0: all that um i guess since You know, you got like low, you know, low uh, price. Only steals. Only steals. Only steals. Something like I did. I did like supreme, like steals. You know, I tried selling like low prices and like, you know, you got that whole. uh, I got all these shoes for you and all that. Um. So what? What you guys like? I guess what steps did you have to take to um, kind of prove like the niche that you were filling and like why you should shop with me. You know, grow your brand and all that. Like.
1: I feel like. I may charge like, I don't know, 20, even 40 sometimes over other resellers, but it's the same time, like for me to get to like the place I were for people to buy at that price is kind of like, you just had to prove that you had like quantity. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like people weren't taking me serious for a while. And then I proved to them that I just started buying head. Like, I don't know if you remember that photo with all the mids last summer, like Uh 300 pairs, like whatever by my garage. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People kind of like saw that and were like, okay, like he actually like does this shit. Like, and then it was kind of like word of mouth. Like I make sure people mention me on Snapchat whenever, or Instagram, whenever like, they buy something so people mm-hmm. are like oh my friend shops with him okay well then that's who I should go with too mm-hmm. like if they trust him i trust him too like and it just like adds up like people like it just continues coming in and then eventually you have like a bunch of people who are like consistently only looking at your stuff because they like you're their guy type thing like yeah, for they sure. only hit you when they need something compared to like the other resellers that may charge a little less on their Snapchats and stuff. Yeah. Cause I know I'm not the only person that people have on like added that's a reseller. Like, yeah. there's plenty of other ones that may charge less, but people just know like, I don't know, you're They're, their guy. Yeah, exactly. You're guy. Loyalty, Customer and I loyalty. appreciate when people are loyal. Like, I have certain customers that have spent like thousands just with me, like, and I that like that kind of like. Wow that really like helps my business like uh-huh. consistent people that don't like jump around even if they have to pay an extra 10 20 dollars from time to time yeah <clears throat> yeah
0: would you yeah. say you have like kind of clients you know big customers like returning customers all of that i have
1: a lot of returning customers okay. um they may not drop like a ton at a time but they'll consistently buy a pair every couple weeks every week just good on. yeah that that adds up so for sure um i'd rather have that than like one person who drops a ton like every year or some shit like because mm-hmm. consistency is really important.
0: Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> and then obviously with like JD has been, it's a little different on Depop, kind of being a little like with, shop. With Depop, yeah, brand.
2: but it's also, um and like th- with like the garage sales and shit and True. sort of just like my True. online presence, it's just, you have gotta have no shame about what you're doing, <laughs> you know? It's yeah. just, be a fucking clown, who cares? None of this shit's real. <laughs> and so who cares if you're out there yelling on your like your videos and shit totally i don't know it. keep a light it's not that deep none of this is that deep but Never. i mean it's also just my my low prices i actually don't get a lot of returning customers i think that's literally because i don't have an instagram presence with like the vintage shit but i mean if it works it works you know
1: <laughs> i mean that's yeah. that's kind of like the trade-off though because you can charge low so to regardless i feel like if i I don't know. Some people like aren't willing to pay that price because they don't know me and they don't know like how far I've come and like yeah. Yeah. like a lot of these people have been with me for a long time yeah. and obviously I have a ton of new people who come in like every month, every week, but I don't mm. know. A lot of people have seen me grow like throughout the years or whatever so they can appreciate it mm-hmm. so they're willing to pay that price. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously like returning customers get discounts. Like I don't, yeah. more, like, I take care of people like <laughs> when they are consistent because
0: for sure. Yeah.
1: But like sometimes like I feel like with brand new shit, especially like it's not easy to get all the time. I have to pay like high for certain stuff, which is why I had to like upcharge too. Because sometimes I'm paying like stock X prices for certain shoes, just so I can get it for them like when they want it. So of course I have to charge more. But mm-hmm. I don't know. People 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 don't really like trip over anything. So
0: yeah, so yeah. yeah. Do y'all got any like out of the ordinary like sale stories? Either oh my media god! Yeah. Or just like local, because I'm trying to hear from y'all. Like yeah.
1: Someone offered me. Last summer, I posted a bunch of shoes on Facebook Marketplace just to see how it would go. I uh-huh. don't really fuck with Facebook Marketplace,
0: but... Yeah. Facebook Market Sneaker. Milwaukee. So Milwaukee funny. Yeah. is funny, yeah. bro. It's um, funny.
1: Someone offered me an 18-foot snake for, like, <laughs> for 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 a pair of Jordan 1 mids. What?
2: Yeah. An eight, dude, take that deal. Are you <laughs> I, kidding What am I going to do with the 18-foot You're snake? You're going to have an 18-foot snake. Where the That's fuck what am I gonna... supposed to put that shit? But, he wait, just had
1: the snake, wait. he sent me a photo, let me see if I, am take the 18 foot snake, that's the coolest thing ever, I'm gonna ever. look for the, I'm gonna look for the screenshots, think
2: of the product shots you could have with that thing, Yeah,
1: but like where am I supposed to put a, an 18 foot snake,
2: in the crib, <laughs> in the crib, <laughs> see, you
0: gotta have the snake skins with the 18 foot <laughs> exactly. snake, exactly, got Let's the product see. photos like that, <laughs> 18. <laughs> wait foot but like what mids were they though, for uh, mids, dude, like white, mids white heel
1: mids like the Chicago mids so like they were like oh, the best mids yeah. alright but <laughs> like still like, an 18 foot snake for mids he's like are you taking trades and I'm like sure cause I thought he was gonna offer me like a shoe or something he's like I have a snake and I'm like um, yes
0: shit what that snake run up God, at though yeah like, probably, is probably is expensive
2: but <laughs> bro only in only in Milwaukee oh, only am in I right, Milwaukee. right. damn See,
0: Milwaukee Facebook marketplace is definitely like yeah. it's just a funny place but like man an 18 foot snake though
2: yeah like, that was a <laughs> force yeah. i mean i've had people just message me on depop that saying like, i've had I, I get people hitting on me on depop every once in a while oh man that makes me feel good yeah. um sometimes i'll have people i've had some people call me ugly on depop <laughs> there was this one guy <laughs> no that way. was one guy was like um uh, yo the faces you make in your pictures are really stupid and it makes me not want to buy your clothes <laughs> that, uh, oh man that was fun that was fun. The hate doesn't get to me at all. I just think that shit's funny. Yeah. I had one guy message me, it's like, How much for all of your t shirts? And I was like, Oh my god. Um, you sure? And it's like, yeah, he was like, Yeah, it's for like a school project and I was like, You don't get this for a fucking school project. But I was like, <laughs> five hundred for all. He didn't hit me back.
1: That's so. so many oh, people are sad. like, How much for all? And they'll never yeah or they'll offer you like a
0: quarter of the number i'm like really don't even get me started everyone
2: flakes on everyone flakes on on deals on Depop. it's It's always
0: it's always the ones who are like trying to cash out and spend all this much yeah oh my god if
2: someone's ever like sends you an offer and they're like all right sick can you hold that for me i'll buy friday no i've never i don't think i've ever had a guy ask me to hold something and then actually buy it i make people put money down genius because and, that's and, like and then when they flake i keep their money like okay yeah like, that's on them like, that's what you yeah. got to do because some people put down like i've had people
1: put down a hundred dollars that have flaked and i just and they don't even hit me for their money they just that's that's profit and i'm that's like profit. okay like that's fine like
0: that's actually a profit without selling the shoe <laughs> that's <laughs> passive income baby passive income
1: <laughs> but no, now I'm, i usually like say like people are like can you hold them for me i'm like yeah just send me twenty dollars like uh-huh. Send me, send me thirty dollars. I don't know. Like people are willing to do it too. Yeah, sure. um, a lot of my people are like, I've gone to a point where like my rep is so strong that people send full payments and I'll give this shoe like next week. Like they don't yeah. care. Like that random people who've never done business will just send the money now. So really? it's, it's nice like that. People are just willing to pay up front because then I have like I don't have to worry about flakes as much. So the yeah, flakes and the, yeah. You know, I don't think that.
2: I've ever once held an item for a customer. They're like, yeah. yo, could you hold this item until Friday for me? I'm like, sure. I don't put anything <laughs> down, and then it'll sell. And they're like, bro, what happened to the item? It's like, shit. What are you? What are What are you gonna do about exactly. it, huh? That's what are thing. you gonna do? I'm, like, I don't know. If someone's like,
0: yo, like put this down for me, I'm like, okay. I'm not gonna put it down for use, but like, if someone else is gonna give me that money and this shit, and that's all them, like, yeah. the the down payment thing kind of smart though, because you get in a little benefit that from that, like. And if they like that's yeah.
1: what, like I had a girl one time who me. i literally posted down payments are non-refundable like yeah if you don't think you're serious don't pay whatever don't whatever i'm not gonna hold them for you this girl puts down like 40 dollars, and she's like okay can i get them in three days and i was like sure the next day she's like i don't want them anymore i'm like okay well down payments are like non-refundable like yeah mm-hmm. and she like she goes on dude she was And then all of a sudden, I'm like on... I get a message from this random-ass grown man on Facebook, and
2: it's her dad. Oh, God.
1: And it's like... And it's like bro I'm not gonna trip over $40 You can have it back But like like, (laughs) Bro just respect the business Like No for real No I I, don't
2: know I have um, all sales are final In my Depop bio And I still get people Like hounding me like Bro it doesn't fit It's like that's Fucking you could have Asked me for the measurements I wouldn't have given them to you But you could have asked Dude I I never fucking Send people measurements Ever (laughs) I'm so bad at this job
1: (laughs) I've shopped on Depop before And that's happened to me And it's shitty But I'm like damn I should have asked for
0: measurements
2: But
1: it's, it's on the buyer At the end of the day Day. Like, if they yeah, don't know if they sure. ask for measurements, you yeah. know
2: your measurements. It's so if you important. don't ask questions, that's on you, like, exactly. Yeah, fact.
0: yeah. I, I will say, though, I really do hate when uh, when people bring their parents up in this. Shit oh, my god, it's dude, like, he's like, he like, like, he like, We're, look, we're gonna bro.
1: file we're gonna file right. charges like for, for oh, you running an illegal god, business. and bro, bro, I'm like, I like, pay taxes on my business if, yeah. if you think it's like my shit. I have an LLC, like,
0: there you go, yeah, you can't do that. Same, same, LLC. do Days Vintage LLC. But at the same time, even it's know.
1: like, I'm not going to trip over a
0: little amount. So. No, I feel you. It's
1: like whatever. But it was annoying for sure.
0: See, if it's like a, I've, I, <laughs> There's hella stories of like, you know, someone scamming and then, then you bring the parent involved in oh that. Like, that's like. Do you remember. Okay, um, bro, like,
1: what was the name of the store? On the South Side? Uh, that Jackson. Oh, used oh to, got your size. Got your size. Got your <laughs> size.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, see. Man, speaking of, I think. Okay, she had that storefront there, right? And By I the think, hospital. Yeah, by yeah. the hospital. And I think someone was going to, like, buy it and, like, I think have another storefront there. But then shit never went through, I guess.
1: I mean, it wasn't even that good of a location. Like, Duh. it was central, but it wasn't, like, I don't know how It was hell. weird. Yeah. It, it was, was weird. a weird area. Because,
0: mm-hmm. like, where Fortune Supply is, which is, like, a vintage, you know, a little store okay. going that just opened. Like, at least they're a little by, like... Like the National I uh, National Ave DIY skate park and like a little more where people are like that place mm-hmm. like. I went in there like a couple times to- like I, I used to chill with Jackson there and all that and yeah there weren't that many customers you know it, I mean? was it wasn't weird. that much traffic yeah. it was just like a yeah. little like shit this isn't in the middle of a neighborhood like area where at least like trusted or. Something like that yeah. has more traffic, yeah.
2: you know. I feel like now more than ever, there are just, like, so many depressing sneaker stores. Yeah, now. it's just so like, many people man, are like, bro, dude. we should get a storefront. And then it's just, oh, man. I, I just feel bad for yeah. them.
0: It's like, well, here's the thing. It's like you you have probably as much uh, inventory as Got Your Size did, and you don't have a storefront. Yeah, You know okay. what I mean? Uh-huh. Where it's like a storefront, really all that does, it, it only works with you have that reputation and that recognition it yeah. doesn't mean like oh people just gonna come to
2: you like you gotta build that shit so it's yeah, like for sure
0: and even like you could fucking own like run a fucking if you ever see a jd's front, vintage like,
2: storefront punch me in the fucking but that's face not gonna and, like, happen that's not
0: gonna <laughs> happen because he's run, everyone's running the inventory like in-house and shit that's,
2: yeah that's I feel
1: like a you. store is a lot of work like oh my like, god so yeah for if you have oh if a it's working if inventory. it's working
2: you're
0: you're golden
1: but it's a lot I feel like.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, okay. Last question I feel like we should talk about. Um where do y'all think reselling's going, like now, like in the next year? Because like I want to
2: hear what you say about sneaker. Because like that's what I'm saying. Because like, so Supreme, like dead, but, Supreme,
0: like you, dead. Supreme dead. You you buy that if you want it, and like the actual Vineyard Vines wearing motherfuckers will buy that shit. Bogos right? sell
1: for two hundred bucks now. It's yeah, depressing. it's it's, it's oh, it is depressing. Yeah. Where did it go? But like, Dude, I remember where when, did it? man oh, take me back? Yeah.
0: But like, what would your uh, point of view on like? you know sneakers be in about a year cuz like i didn't even know that like i honestly thought that shit die but i see msx now oh. they upgrade their venue and shit yeah. so it's like oh yeah God. like so it's like okay there's still you know there, shit going here the
1: amount of people who want shoes is like higher than ever and it's gonna keep growing okay. because of platforms like tiktok and instagram where people are yeah. seeing their favorite influencers wearing jordans and like oh where can i get those too at the same time like tiktok is condoning fakes like like crazy oh like, like the oh rap the reps like, they're yeah. like the oh look it, i
0: got i got these ben and jerry <laughs> Dude, ben and jerry reps for 100 it's man. so
1: annoying the because, like, it's so annoying because like people actually like see hundreds of thousands of people condoning it on t like okay I can do it too and it kind of ruins things at the same time like yeah. so many people are, are like okay I'm just gonna like get a real like they're not they're against it too so it doesn't really like have that much of an effect but
0: uh-huh.
2: I don't mind reps that much I think you gotta be don't transparent don't, about it though yeah, yeah
1: I don't you mind be reps unless you're it. trying to Flex that you have money or that they're real. That's what I'm like, saying. If you're trying to yeah. flex rips and there's like that. I think me like, off.
2: if it's... someone asks you like, oh, like dude, those are sick. You gotta, you gotta like mention yeah. that they're reps. Mm-hmm. Oh, You've oh, got, they there's fit. rules Act. with reps. And if, you, and
1: if you do that, that's fine. But if you're if you're acting like they're real and you like are up as a bitch, like, that's uh, all I'm yeah. saying,
0: like, yeah. bro, bro in the camera right now, Joe got the fees. He's he is not out here. He is not out here saying they're real. You know, if you got basically, I think what TikTok like says pretty much you could sell the reps for more you know yeah, I mean? people are
1: willing to pay for fake shoes because they don't want to pay exactly quadruple the price mm-hmm. but if you're not willing to admit that you're wearing fake shoes and i don't think yeah. that it's it's not respectable i, I think know. it's
0: like the concept of having reps is just like oh this is you know the fit you know but it's like
1: you gotta you gotta be transparent like yeah you do side. yeah you do but have yeah. to. you mm-hmm. just
0: gotta you gotta be straight. it's like look they fake yeah you know what i mean but
1: but All i feel right. like there's a lot more people trying to get into the reselling because they realize that if you do it right there's really good money involved like
0: well yeah because yeah. but at the same
1: time those people a lot of these people who start reselling are not consistent nah. at the same time there's as much as there's way more buyers there's way more sellers so mm-hmm. you have to continue being competitive and being better than other people to maintain mm-hmm. clientele otherwise you're just going to get swept under the rug yeah um uh, because everything's growing, everything's getting more popular, so you have to like keep up with it. Otherwise,
0: I mean, reselling, um, like I think all, a huge part of it is literally consistency. Because yeah. like, I could that's like
2: anything with a business. It was
0: too. a business, it's yeah. Just
1: consistency. I'm super inconsistent. I'm not gonna lie. So, like, <laughs> I I consign a lot of shoes okay. at yeah. Deadstock. I don't know if you know what that is. No, yeah. Franklin.
0: I, I haven't been there yet, but that's I've really known nice. about they it. It's really
1: nice. They just doubled their tripled the size of their store. Oh, Damn, but, that's what's yeah. up. Um, so I don't like a lot of that like it's because i'm like i can be lazy so i just drop a bunch of stuff there they sell it for me i go pick up a check every week that's nice like i love that shit. yeah yeah but at the same time like certain stuff doesn't move as fast as if i were to post it but so I, i've been trying to post more because i know people will buy it faster than it'll sell at it. that sucks sometimes not always but certain stuff moves faster yeah and for more so um no, i don't know right. consistency is key you're right
0: that's just it because like i've just for me like seen, you know i started know probably going bigger 2017 right so Mm -hmm. like probably when it got in the fall there like a lot of my customers became recess because they saw the opportunity but they never like Mm -hmm. only a couple of them i'd say like you and jose you remember when
1: we met for those legend blues i made for a while like 2017 right
0: like crazy for real like you and jose definitely like actually Mm -hmm. kept it consistent and kept you 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 two are probably the only people i know that actually like are
1: Alex Trzynski,
0: Alex, too. like, bro, y'all are bigger. Th- y'all got bigger than me. Like, I was like, God, <laughs> God damn! Shout, like, out, shout like, out to
1: Jose though. Shout out to Jose yeah. and to Alex but because yeah. they've been doing this shit for a long time too. Um, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something. <laughs> Continue. I'll remember it. Yeah. All
0: right. But I actually, Jacob, I wanted to ask you then. Where do you think? Where do you think the vintage shit will go in a year? Because like TikTok is saturating the fuck out of everything, bro. Yeah, it so is. Like,
2: It's whack. It's (laughs) whack. Okay. I think that, I mean, everybody and their fucking mom has a vintage reselling page. And it's, I don't think it's going anywhere, but I think that the trends are going to be different. Right now, like Y2K is really big. I think there's always going to be a market for people like me and for people like, um, for people like Juna, too, Mm -hmm. who get consistent shit in and who i mean like people that like charge low prices uh dudes like i mean dudes like all goods too um like this general vintage uh who like don't upcharge that much who have great personalities uh consistent people come back to them cuz they like them there's not going to be a big trend of like really big upcharging on like y2k shit and like double knees cuz that shit's trendy mm. but i feel like pages are, pages are popping up that are going on to those like certain trends and are thinking that that's going to be what's going to sustain them for a long time. And it's not because that shit's going to go out of style eventually. I think there's always going to be a market for vintage, but what's popular now and what people are able to upcharge with now is going to consistently change and shit like that. And so guys like unsound rags, I love them so much. Well, no, actually, no. Fuck on Sonrags. I like what they do. I like what they do, but like they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to survive for much longer. I mean, hopefully, they do because I like the people there. But oh, I mean, hopefully, like people aren't just gonna keep copying them and thinking that that's how they're gonna be able to upcharge. Uh, Shops like those, um, oh, my God, Y2K, Vivian Westwood, Jean-Paul Gaultier. Give me all your parents' money. I'm a Parsons student. Hopefully those guys (laughs) get the fuck out of here. They all annoy me. They all scare me. Uh, So hopefully the trends change a little bit just to sort of even out the markets and make this shit a little more affordable because I hate seeing people overpay for vintage just because it sort of shits on the whole idea of it overpaying for vintage is stupid because it ruins the point of vintage yeah it it ruins the point of vintage but also like i see the appeal of like buying like a very beautiful vintage Mm -hmm. garment i see the appeal but if you are like overpaying for like like a random vintage t-shirt what's the fucking point what's the point you can find that anywhere else for cheaper you can find that at a local thrift you can find a different seller who's going to sell it to you for cheaper it's just it's very easy to find steals with vintage, and I th- I want that to get more popular. I want the specific accounts. I want it. I want just want vintage to be like more general, so that people can find the same love in it that I have. You know, I don't want it to be hype anymore. Yeah. Because I mean, the appeal of it is that it's cheap, and now it's not cheap, mm-hmm. and it's, it's cheap, sort of ruined.
0: Cool, it. unique. Like you can't find a vintage piece like any other kind of whatever exactly you're to thrift. Yeah. No, you're right, man. All right. Well, I think that will conclude this fourteen twenty podcast. Want to thank our guests for coming on today. You know, good talk, and you know, we'll see y'all soon on the next fourteen twenty
2: podcast. Thanks for tuning in.
0: Peace. See you.